step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's time for news headlines for the news junkies out there. This is Marcy Ann. Oh boy, this this news headline I'm dealing with this week about this Kentucky clerk faces judgment day is <laughs> just about my most favorite headline of all so far. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. This woman, Kim Davis, is a member of an apostolic Christian church in her local area in Kentucky. Now, this denomination started out uh, was started by a man in Germany uh, uh, who called his new group Evangelical Baptists. But in 1847, a group of Amish and Mennonite people here in the United States contacted him because they wanted to start a group here in America. And so they did, and they called themselves originally the New Amish. And and then for a while, they called themselves the Evangelical Baptists and then finally Apostolic Christian. But this group has been divided and divided and divided again and again and again over all the years, over all sorts of arguments for and against what each member of each group earnestly considers to be the absolute literal interpretation of what the Bible says. (laughs) In their past, these people have even been against mustaches. And also, the administration of this entire denomination is totally male. All ministers are male. And even in some congregations, the men and the women sit apart. And the women are required to wear a veil or a head covering during worship as a sign of their submission according to God's order of creation. Curiously, however, in their creed is that governmental authority is respected and is to be obeyed. They quote the Bible, where Jesus says to render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar, and unto God the things that are God's. And also they believe that marriage is a lifelong union ordained of God, much like the Catholics, and they do not believe in divorce or that a divorced person can be remarried. Uh, Actually, Kim's been married and divorced three times. She's currently 
uh, married for the fourth time. It's in my 20 years of marrying couples, I n- have never ever married someone for the fourth time. <laughs> but in the last 10 years, I have joined together and more recently married many so-called same-sex couples. Since I am an ordained minister, and in addition to the classes that required uh, that I was required to take to receive my ordination, I have studied privately with uh, several Ph.D. biblical scholars, one of whom was fluent in the Hebrew and Greek and Aramaic and could read texts in the original language. And many people don't know, actually, that the King James Bible is a transliteration of the original Hebrew and Greek text that was ordered by King James to suit his purposes. So Christians who use the King James Bible as the literal interpretation of original texts are being manipulated to start with. Now, Kim's Apostolic Christian Church says that their mission is to preach the true gospel of Jesus Christ. However, let me just say this. The true gospel of Jesus Christ has never been preached. In the first 300 years after the death and resurrection of Jesus, the many little congregations that sprang up were constantly bickering about who Jesus was and why he was here. And so in an effort to try to answer all of the questions and create some kind of harmony among the people, Constantine, who was the emperor of Rome, called for the Council of Nicaea in 325 A.D. So for the first 325 years, there just was constant bickering and argument about everything. The council was historically significant because it was the first attempt to attain any kind of consensus in the church uh, by assembling representatives of all of Christendom at that time. And this council created the Nicene Creed, which was intended as a source of unity for the whole of the Christian faith at that time. And that actually became a momentous event in the history of the church and the subsequent history of Europe and the establishment of the United States. Because remember, the men who established the United States were from England, where King James had set up the Bible to reflect the beliefs of the Church of England, which was also supported the basic doctrines of the Council of Nicaea. And these basic doctrines for the Christian church are still being taught today in most Christian churches on the earth. And these basic doctrines don't even come close to the true gospel of Jesus Christ. So no one is preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel being preached is the gospel of the Council of Nicaea, which was later transliterated by King James in order to conform to the ecclesiology of the Episcopal structure of the Church of England. Now, originally, the big debate of the Council of Nicaea was what was the substance of God and what was the substance of Jesus? 
were they the same substance? Or was God one thing and Jesus something else? Or were they the same thing? You know, actually today this is such an easy question to answer because with the revelation of the quantum level of physics, actually today we know that everything is energy. There are not two things. (laughs) There's just one thing. Energy. Energy is the substance of all there is. However, energy does manifest in two ways, waves and particles. And when it's in the wave state, which is before the beginning and after the ending, it is energy as God. This is the energy that spoke to John in Revelation 120, identifying itself as Alpha and Omega. And when it is in the particle stage, which is after the beginning and before the ending, it is energy like Jesus. One state is without form. The other state is with form. Everything is one thing in two states, form and formless. So was Jesus God? Yes, Jesus was God in form. And what is everything else? Well, everything else that is in form is God in form. And that, of course, includes you and me. So the Council of Nicaea had it half right. Jesus was God in form. Jesus was the Word made flesh. But what the Council of Nicaea missed was that there is just one thing, energy. And everything is energy and comes from God. And that has to include everything, rocks and mountains and trees and animals and flowers, all of the forms that came forth when God said, let there be light. And the form that was made in the exact image and likeness of God was man. So Adam was God in the flesh. That's why Jesus is called the last Adam, because the first Adam died. So Jesus came as Adam's final incarnation and conquered that last enemy, death, by resurrecting from the dead, which then set the precedent for everyone to be freed from the curse of death and provide the path to reestablish the original eternal life. And there is this part of our salvation that few have yet to realize because everyone still dies. This is part of the gospel of Jesus Christ that has never been preached. Now, I heard this part of the gospel preached for the first time in 1970 at a Bible study in Muncie, Indiana. And this teacher said, Who would like to have the testimony of Enoch? And we all gave him this blank stare. And then he read the scripture. Enoch walked with God and was not. And then he proceeded to teach us that Enoch just walked right out of here. He just walked right into the fifth dimension without going through the process of death. Did you know Moses' body was never found either? And the chariot came and got Elijah. And Jesus resurrected himself from the grave and ascended into spirit in the presence of witnesses. 
So this is the precedent. This is the possible. This is the truth of the cross. And this part of the gospel of Jesus Christ has never been preached. I might say here that the way that Jesus ascended in the presence of all those people is that he knew that he was energy and form and that energy exists at all levels of manifestation and energy can be weighed and measured. So now we know that the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. So Jesus just caused the spin speed within the cells of his body to increase until he became as fast as light. So he was absorbed into the light and couldn't be seen anymore. That's the physics of the ascension. And actually, you know what? I practice this. Uh, Mostly when I go to sleep at night, I connect with all the cells of my body, and I set the spin of the electrons in each cell at a higher rate so that they can spin out anything in the cell that doesn't belong in there. And this keeps the cells of my body clear so that they can do their job. You know what? I sometimes wonder if anybody would look in my bed at night if they would see my body. (laughs) Because I wonder if I ever get the spin up to the speed of light. When people think they see Jesus or they think that they see people from the realms of spirit, actually this is what happens. This is what has happened is that that being has slowed down the rate of their vibration to the point where they can be visible. And also, actually, this is how angels uh, take uh, angels' work. You know, the Bible says that we entertain angels unawares. Well, the angels slow down their vibration in order to become visible so that they can help do things here on earth. Cause an, and an angel will show up in the form of a human and look just like us. So that's why you just can't judge why you might be in the presence of an angel. Because they deliver their messages and they then speed back up their vibration and go back into spirit. Well, let's get back to Kim. Kim Davis's church preaches the gospel of the Council of Nicaea, not the gospel of Jesus Christ. And all churches who preach the gospel of the Council of Nicaea teach their people that they have to die in order to get to heaven. And this is just a total degradation of the cross. It just pains me to the core. That word degradation means the act or process of damaging or ruining something. A steady decline to a low, destitute, and demoralized state. If there is one thing that has contributed to the damaged and demoralized state of our nation, it is this teaching of the Christian church. And then if you add to that that sinners go to hell forever and that there is God's judgment day, 
You just have created the true state of affairs that we see today on the news. You know what? The gospel of Jesus Christ says that death doesn't have any power, that the kingdom of God is within us, and through us the kingdom of God shall be brought forth upon the earth. The gospel of Jesus Christ says that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God, not hell, nothing. I mean, David knew this in the Psalms. He said, I've ascended into heaven, and thou art there. And I have descended into hell, and thou art there. The gospel of Jesus Christ says that the kingdoms of heaven and hell are within us. Heaven and hell aren't physical places. Heaven and hell represent the level of life that is available to us now through the power of God's spirit, that breath we breathe each and every day. And the gospel of Jesus Christ says that he who judges his brother shall be judged, that everyone reaps what they sow. Now, Kim believes certain religious teachings that have been taught to her And she has the right to do this. But the true gospel of Jesus Christ has prevailed in this case because she judged her homosexual brothers and she got judged and she's in jail. Because it's just too hard of a concept for her to believe that these homosexual brothers are forms of God's energy. Now, you know what? It might help her to read Romans chapter 13. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. And whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Wherefore, you must needs be subject not only for wrath, but for conscience sake. You know, Kim says she's resisting on God's authority, but here is where she is all mixed up. Because God's authority says there is only one power, and there is only one energy, there is only one thing, the formless and the forms, and all forms are of God. And Kim keeps saying that her conscience says she can't issue the license to the homosexual. And yet God's true authority says she is to be subject to the higher powers for conscience sake. Now the higher powers in this case are first of all the county where she's clerk. Secondly, the state of Kentucky and most importantly the Supreme Court of the United States. And you can't get any higher power than that you know this is just a simple situation kim has the right to believe whatever she wants to believe apparently she's had an experience in her life that has attracted her to the love of god through jesus christ and this experience has apparently had a dramatic effect in her life as she apparently had been looking for love in all of her life in all the wrong places being married four times I mean, in my 20 years of marrying couples here in California, I have never married someone for the fourth time. But the sad part of this is that in finally finding the true love she has searched for all of her life, she has become entangled in this web of deceit and lies 
that has been being taught within the Christian religion since 325 A.D. Most Christians in the world today are caught in this web of deceit and lies. Actually, the voice of Alpha and Omega who spoke to Paul on the Isle of Patmos at the end of his life took the churches of his days to task about all the deceits and lies that they were preaching at that time. Speaking as the Amen, the true witness, this voice pointed out many ways that the church of Paul's day was in total error. And indeed, each little congregation at that time believed different things. And just like the apostolic Christian church that Kim belongs to, these groups divide and separate and divide and separate and divide and separate as they continue to believe different things and to argue and fight about with each other about who is right. And only if and when and until the true gospel of Jesus Christ is ever preached, we are going to continue to have these petty grievances among the faithful. But just let me tell you this, anything that separates us from one another is not of God, because God is love. The energy of all there is is totally benevolent. It is all encompassing. It is all inclusive. Everything and everybody is one great big thing. We are all of God. Now, I would like to share with you what my experience has been so far uh, with the same same-sex marriages. This is uh, same-sex is is a misnomer. It's uh, same sex so, uh, is not the truth. They are not the same sex. <clears throat> uh, let me explain to Kim and to you that are listening that as an ordained minister, I do not represent God when I marry people. My authority to marry people is from the state of California. And as the clerk of the court in Kentucky, Kim also does not represent God. Her authority is from the state of Kentucky. And as agents of authority, we do represent God as we are the form of God. But as God, we honor and respect all higher powers, as all authority is of God and there's only one power. All power is of God. There is no God and the devil. There is just God. All power is of God. I don't want to get into this aspect of the lies and deceits that the church has taught about the devil, but just know that in Job it says that the sons of God stood before the throne of God and Satan was there. So that just says to me Satan is the son of God. And it's not possible for anything or anyone to ever be separated from God. And this is the concept of love that no one can really even begin to understand. And if you believe in heaven and hell, then you have not yet experienced the fullness of God's love in your life. And within you, there is still separation, love and hate. And you, so you would believe in, in heaven and hell because that part of you that can't love would want to send someone to hell. 
that would be a part of you that's been hurt or betrayed or used and abused by someone, and you believe that that someone deserves to go to hell. So they'll have to suffer as much as they have caused you to suffer. You know, it's the old eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But the gospel of Jesus Christ says to pray for those who despitefully use you, to turn the other cheek, to walk the second mile, to love your enemies. Resistance only begets resistance. Love begets allowing and acceptance and peace and harmony. So if Kim feels that uh, if she continues as her job as clerk of the county for the state of Kentucky, that she compromises her personal religious beliefs, she just has a very clear course of action. She resigns her job. It is just really simple. This country grants us all religious freedom. But if she wants to continue to be the clerk of the county for the state of Kentucky, then she must be subject to the higher powers which are ordained of God, and in this case, the Supreme Court of the United States. And it doesn't matter whether she thinks the court is right or wrong. There is no right or wrong here. There is just the order of the court. Okay, so let me continue to share what I've experienced so far in marrying same-sex couples. Now, I am very um, skilled in the scriptures. I probably know the Bible better than most preachers who are out there preaching today. And I've studied in the original texts that were before the Council of um, Nicaea. And I know the true gospel of Jesus Christ is not being preached by mainstream Christianity today, that mainstream Christianity that fights abortion, same-sex marriage, and believes in war. So, But I do believe that the scriptures teach that marriage is to be between a masculine and a feminine energy, masculine and feminine. But if you say man and woman here, if you mean man as the masculine energy and woman as the feminine energy, then that'll work. But if you mean man, person with a penis, and woman, person with a vagina, then you're going to get into trouble. I believe that this is what the story of Caitlyn Jenner is all about at this point. He, she still really doesn't know the whole truth about this yet either. He, she just knows that there has been a disconnect within him, her, as to whether he, she is feminine or masculine. And this has nothing to do with the outward genitalia. And this is what I have come to realize over the last 10 years, to call it same sex, is the misnomer. The outward genitalia is not the defining fact of a person's identity as a created soul. Now, I worked for a doctor for two years while I was in high school, and he had a shelf of medical books in his office that I would look through, and I saw pictures of babies born with both sets of genitalia. And in those old days, they would just cut off the penis and the testicles and pronounce the baby a girl. But what if the hormonal systems of the body were masculine? This would create a man with a vagina. In all of the couples I've joined together in commitment ceremonies and in marriage, in every case, every single case, there has been a masculine energy and a feminine energy. 
So I feel that within the conscience of my spiritual beliefs, I have worked together with the Spirit of God to join together, male and female, created he them in holy matrimony, two as one flesh. I have had two really dramatic experiences. The first one, the groom who was who within the confines of an ignorant society would be called a girl was one of five siblings. And this groom arrived first with her family to have pictures taken. So it was her mother, her father, her two brothers and her two sisters. Her two brothers were married and with their wives. Her one sister was with her female significant other, and her other sister was still a teenager and in, still in school. I watched this family carefully, and looking through the eyes of God's Spirit within me, it was so dramatically obvious that this family knew that this was a family of a mother and a father and four boys and one girl. They knew it. And it was just fully accepted within this family. And the family was loving and supportive of each other in a generous and kind, loving and respectful way. And it was such a beautiful thing to see and watch. And then the other experience I've had is a couple where the woman in outward genitalia was the masculine energy and the man in outward genitalia was the feminine energy. Now, this woman had never been married. She was in her 40s, a broad-shouldered, muscular woman with a square face, big calves, and she gallivanted up to me and gave me a strong handshake (laughs) while the groom, a tall, very fine-boned, fragile-looking person with soft blue eyes and small hands and feet, stood closely beside her, holding her hand. He had been married before, unsuccessfully, of course, because a penis does not a man make. (laughs) And after the ceremony, there was a look on this woman's face of total unequaled bliss that I have never, ever seen since. And she just blusterously gave me a big hug, and then she looked me straight in the eyes, and I knew, she knew, that I knew what had just happened. And she said, I'm so thankful I found you. I never believed in my wildest dreams that this day would ever happen for me. Never. And I am just so happy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So see, it just doesn't really matter about the genitalia. What matters is what is the energy of the person. Everything is energy. Energy manifests in two forms, divine masculine and divine feminine. Our universe is a sexual universe. Perhaps not every universe is sexual, but our universe is sexual. There is a divine masculine and there is the divine feminine. And I believe that marriage works the best between a divine masculine person and a divine feminine person. And the Bible says... We are not to judge by outward appearances. So, Kim, there it is. It is my hope that this firestorm will fuel a deeper look into the truth. 
the truth about masculine and feminine, the truth about authority, the truth about the gospel of Jesus Christ, because it's only the truth that is going to set us truly free. Our country is supposed to be the symbol of freedom and justice for all. And let us begin to enter into a new dimension of understanding together. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.